Hello everyone. Today, let us have a discussion on the topic 18th century literature which spans from 1690 to 1780. Before we get into the uh, before we get into the topic 18th century prose which is a part of your paper appreciating prose, let us have a look into the general characteristics of the age. Alexander Pope's epitaph for the monument erected to the memory of Sir Isaac Newton in Westminster Abbey in 1731 proclaims the extraordinary intellectual virtue of the greatest scientific innovator of the age. A Latin inscription witnesses to Newton's immortality, an immortality safeguarded by time nature and heaven, a couplet in English, the sublime confidence of which has served to provoke later generations, unequivocally asserts that the systematized vision which he offered was divinely inspired. I caught nature and nature's laws lay hid in night. God said, let Newton be and all was light. Pope's epithet is more than a personal tribute to a great man. It's a public statement displayed in a much frequented national church which sums up the gratitude of a proud civilization. Newton, whose lifespan is uh, 1642 to 1727, whom Joseph Addison called the miracle of the present age, had given his 18th century heirs a carefully reasoned theoretical framework on which a whole range of additional theories could be hung. His Principia of 1687 and his Optics of 1704 suggested that there were indeed intelligible laws in nature which could be demonstrated by physics and mathematics, and moreover, that the universe exhibited a magnificent symmetry and a mechanical certainty. This universe, Newton had declared, could not have arisen out of chaos by the mere laws of nature. Such a wonderful uniformity in the planetary system had to be the handiwork of an intelligent and benevolent creator. To the many 18th century propagators of Newton's thought, the great could be related to the less, the cosmic to the terrestrial, and the divine to the human by means of a properly tutored understanding of the natural scheme of things. By interpretation, Newton's heavens declared that there was order, law, and indeed design in creation. Largely thanks to the propagandist work of the Royal Society in London and European-wide advances in astronomy, mathematics, mechanics, physics and optics, natural philosophy had shed the taint of forbidden knowledge. Religious mystery could be enhanced and sometimes even replaced by rational wonder. The evolutionary, sorry, the revolution in scientific thought begun by Copernicus 150 years earlier, was to be fulfilled as popular enlightenment. The ideal of universal law, order, and tidiness, which could be extrapolated 
from Newtonian physics proved to have widespread ramifications, especially when pursued in conjunction with arguments derived from the reasoning of contemporary philosophers. John Locke and his one-time pupil Anthony Ashley Cooper, 3rd Earl of Shatsbury, both provided an intellectual basis for easily digested theories of politics, religion and aesthetics and for percepts pertaining to social happiness. Hope you are clear with it. Let us uh, have uh, discussions about Loke and other literary figures and uh, in the next class. Please go through the materials that are provided in Google Classroom. Listen to the lecture and be clear with it before we have a Google Meet session in the next class. Thank you.